back. The comics table's back. Here at the comics table. I'm in here sweating my my tits off. My tits, out my pits, off I noticed my you were missing your tits. Yeah. Uh, I've been running around town. We had a little glitch in the system. Patrick is a hero among men. Oh, man. No, our guest is the hero. We'll get to him in a minute. We'll get to our guest. Yeah, we uh, we had to go run over to B&H. I went to Staples. I went to b and I've been running all over New York City looking for a power supply for this MacBook Pro, which at this point, I just want to throw out the window. I am so sorry about, about this. I would feel bad about that because then we wouldn't be able to do this podcast. Yeah, then we would just have to have conversations that don't get recorded. Right. And which, uh, we'd have to tell people about them. Who cares about that? Which is actually kind of what this podcast is. We say, oh, yeah, we had Mark Norman on the podcast. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'll check it out. And then nobody checks it out. Yeah. Although. Actually, that's not true. I've actually got a lot of good feedback about Mark Norman. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh Sarah Tolmach, she got a lot of uh, feedback about hers. Yep. People are liking these episodes, and uh, thank you for listening, folks. Yeah, they always say uh, it's really good that you two scumbags have good guests on because... Uh, right, because you're a bunch of scumbags. Yeah, you two are terrible, your guests yes. are great. But no, not pa- Patrick is, a, is an angel. I uh, I came without my... Uh, I, I came all over the, the podcast area uh, uh-huh. without my power supply. Your MagSafe 2. Uh, my MagSafe 2. He went across the street to the Staples, yeah. uh, which is an archaic institution that probably shouldn't exist. No. And got a MagSafe 1 because evidently people still have that. I yeah. don't know how that's possible. The guy hoodwinked me. He, he said, this did is ho- exactly what you that need. That guy's a piece of shit. And, uh, and uh, yeah, he gave you an old shitty MagSafe yeah. adapter. Patrick came huffing, uh, huffing across the street, didn't all, fit. All that adapter was was one of those extension cords with two plugs. And yeah. then you plug that into That's the one right. with three plugs, and then it right. warms up and it burns. And then everything Christmas blows up. Yeah. yeah. And then you ran all the way over to uh, B&H. B&H. Thank God for the uh, Jews. Yeah, the, it, B&H stands for uh, oh, man. The, the big Hasidics. The big uh, Hasidic place yeah. of getting... Technological yeah. stuff, but they helped immediately. Yeah, uh, in B and H, it's a it's a lot of Orthodox Jews and uh-huh. then very sexy Puerto Rican women. Oh yeah, that's my favorite combination. Yeah. I was really <laughs> surprised by that girl. demographic. Yeah, there. yeah, I'm into it. Uh, um, you know what? Why don't we intro our uh, guest here? Speaking of sexy yeah. Puerto Ricans, yeah. Bill Santiago. Bill Santiago, yes. everybody. Happy to be here. How you guys doing? We're oh, good, we're doing man. Great. Thanks for yeah. joining us. It's lousy outside, but I made it for you. Oh, we appreciate that. Yeah, you're you're. Uh, Puerto Rican, right? Uh, yes, I am. Rico? Yes, I came yeah. from Puerto Rico. So, what's with all the beautiful guys. Puerto Rican yes. over at B and H? Well, there's a lot of there's always a there's always been a connection between the Jews and the, and the Puerto Ricans. Really, really, that's true. Going you know, back have, in time, back ever since uh, since the days of uh, of Moses and Jesus. Mm. Yeah. Are you bullshitting us or this? Because because I've been listening to lots of your records and yeah. you do get very deep into religion, Remi- mixing oh, Greek yeah. and, uh, <laughs> mythology. Uh, it's yeah. yeah. Well, you know, Romans and you know Romans and and the New Testament. Uh, well, the Jews are not part of that, but no. But the, in, in New York City, Jews and and, and yeah. Puerto Ricans have had a lot. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know, you know, one of the one of the best uh, salsa orchestras of all time right. is uh, the Larry Harlow uh, the Larry Harlow Orchestra. He's uh-huh. a total total Jew. They call him El Judío Maravilloso, which means the marvelous the marvelous Jew. Oh, well, nice. And uh, you know, he's still around today. He's like from the heyday, from the sixties wow. heyday of, of salsa, and he's still knocking it out. I was just at a concert that they did actually. Um, uh, he was a, a guest on this concert that they did uh, downtown uh, t- to raise funds for the Puerto Rico uh, hurricane. And, and oh, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, and I went to see him with the blue note. I mean, it's fantastic. The guy's yeah. out of control, and he's he, you know, he's like a, a rock star of salsa, total. Gym. And is he like a band leader? Is he? Yeah, yeah, like old style big band salsa. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. So uh, when you go to a show like that at the Blue Note, do they clear tables out and is there dancing, or it's just you know what? It's really band. weird because they play this music that is so infectious yeah. that even if you don't dance, all you want to do is get up and dance, but yeah. there's no place to do it. Yeah. So you leave and like you have all of this energy. Yeah. I just want to get out. Where do we yeah. go? And yeah. it's over. Yeah. It's horrible. It's a samba in the sidewalk, oh, it's, man. Yeah, it's yeah. terrible. It's terrible. My, my wife worked at the Blue Note for years, and it, when it comes up in conversation, she has PTSD-type reactions. Uh, to, to what? To not being able to dance? Waitressing tables. Oh. and working, yeah. <laughs> It's very tight And actually, quarters. the Blue Note is owned by lots of Orthodox Jews. Oh, really? Or Israelis, at That's least. That's why they play uh, so much salsa there. Yeah. Well, you know, stereotypically, culturally, I would say the Puerto Ricans and the Jews are, like, very far apart because, like, Puerto Ricans are known for being outgoing people there's the puerto rican mm. day parade which is like one of the most vivacious energetic <laughs> mm-hmm. events and, and dangerous of the year yeah. but i you would never see like a i wouldn't i can never imagine like like orthodox jews having a parade of yeah. any kind they just they're not interested in you <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe they don't do the parade thing, but there's a lot in common like it's, yeah. it's, i have an amazing number of uh of jewish friends that i seem to fit right into their families yeah. well i know? think i in, in new york you just you know i would say more than half of my friends are jewish a lot of them are not practicing or they are you know there's a lot of people that have basic religions that are like self hating about the religion but but the the interesting thing about uh judaism is it's both like a religion and a culture so it's like they'll mm. they'll embrace the cultural aspect of themselves but not the religious part of it which right is interesting yeah, right. um but, but i there, do, but there's yeah. something about the, the the two cultures that really they do vibe very yeah. well yeah. together yeah it's did interesting you grow up in new york uh, in and around, like I yeah. was born uh, in Manhattan at the time. My parents lived in the Bronx, and uh, uh-huh. they came over to Manhattan for the birth. And then uh, I, I was out in Far Rockaway. They're like, we uh, need to go to the good hospital. <laughs> 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 Very happy for that. It worked out well. Uh, Far Rockaway. That's like that was like the suburbs for a long time, right? Or it's kind of suburby. You know, yeah. they, we had little, uh, uh, neighborhoods, blocks. It was very uh-huh. nice. And then uh, and then I moved uh, out to uh, to Peekskill for a while. Oh, did you and, grow up uh, in Peekskill for a long time? Really? Yeah, like high school and everything. I'm and from then, uh, uh, I'm from Ulster County, a little further. Oh above yeah, here, further right? further yeah. north. But you know, out there it's uh, it's green and uh, yeah. beautiful and yeah. yeah. And then back back to the city for for college. And you live here now. Yeah, I'm up in Harlem. Okay. Nice. Been there for a while. I used to be on 139th in, in Riverside, which I guess some people count that. They don't count that as like, some people say that's not Harlem, but, you know. It's, 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 it's objective. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's nice up there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Do you, uh, do you have you performed up in in that neighborhood? Are there is there a lot of comedy? There's going really on? not that much. No, no, there's, there's nothing at the moment yeah. that yeah. I know of. Yeah. Is there a jazz scene still up there? Like, if I want to go see old school jazz, you seem like a music guy. You know what's going on. Uh, well, no, but uh, that, that yeah. Well, they, does the Apollo they, they, have they, regular stadiums? Yes, stuff? and you know I live right there, and I've never I, I, I have yet to been there. It's like it, to go there. It's like uh, uh, it's on the, the top of my t- my. Well, uh, let's wait until you're invited to, to perform comedy there. I don't know if I would do that, man. Oh, I, I think about it. I love you. I'm frightened. They'd of, love you, of, of man. Doing that. Yeah, but it, what if they don't? And let's like, set up. Really our listeners. know they don't. <laughs> let's set up. We'll set up our listeners real quick. You are a very accomplished comedian. You've got a half hour on Comedy Central. You got. I was looking on Spotify. You have like five albums on Spotify. I couldn't believe the volume of comedy on there. Yeah. Uh, and you've also got a book out. And now, uh, is it a one man show you're touring? Yeah, I'm doing a one-man show called The Immaculate Big Bang. That's my new big thing. And that's about religion and science, Religion, philosophy. science, yeah, it gets pretty pretty, uh, uh, pretty involved. Uh, you came to one of our mics, and you were talking some shit about, uh, I think, Star Heisenberg? Were you talking about yeah, Heisenberg? Heisenberg? Did I do that? Oh, oh wait, 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 was, that, was that an open mic? 
it was somewhere. <laughs> I, maybe it was at the pizza shop. You did a pizza shop show. I was talking about uh, Heisenberg Uncertainty Principle at a pizza at a pizza shop. I think so. And, and now you wonder why my career is the way. <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess I wonder if the black audience at the Apollo would be into the, the science stuff. They're like, yeah. they're like, fuck the stool. <laughs> and now for some quantum mechanics by, yeah. by, by, by Bill Sandler. What got you? So, yeah, anyway, let me finish the first point, which is you, you've done a ton of stuff. You've obviously are a prolific guy. It's like a ton of material you've put out there. So, yeah, let's wait to go to the Apollo for when you're invited to perform there. You're certainly, uh, you've got the... You've got the resume for it, uh, so I'm ready. I'm ready. Tristan will pull some springs. I wouldn't, I wouldn't turn it down. Uh, but anyway, uh, what what makes you so interested in so many different things? Like it's just natural curiosity. I mean, whatever uh, whatever you're interested in, you know, you just I get, I get very obsessive about everything. Like, yeah. I'm not just a little interested in something. Once I start getting in- interested, I mean, it's even before the internet allowed you to Wikipedia and Google everything to uh, to infinity. Yeah, you know, I, that's just the way, that's just the way I am. When you were a kid, what, what's like a first obsession that you can remember? Do you, do you remember like, were you into baseball cards or comic books or anything like that? Uh, you know, uh, Superman, yes, but uh, 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 but uh, but I guess comic books like when I was a little kid, you know, but basic yeah. stuff, yeah. Did you space out in school when they were teaching one thing? You were more interested in something else? Or? Well, you know, you mentioned like a baseball cards. So like at recess, I was often found in the library, uh-huh. you know. And one of my favorite books, actually, I used to love these uh, collections of uh, uh, like, like you know, three, four, five decades of Superman or Batman, et cetera, uh-huh. stuff like that. I really, I really enjoyed just going bit, through all of those. I was a big collector of that, of yeah. that kind of thing. What, uh, was there a particular uh, period of time in the storylines with those uh, you know, I, I I can't I can't remember because I wasn't like, uh, but I still have I, I still have tons of uh, comic books from those days, yeah. and and I just remember like for me I would rather just sit there and read every single one of those uh, things than uh, than to be out uh, for for recess like uh, <laughs> you know if it was an opportunity cost for me to be out there uh, on the field not getting yeah. picked to play it, I, I, when I was uh-huh. a kid I, I loved those the Richard Donner films uh, which which, which, which the Superman ones oh okay and uh, and so I I liked Superman from a very young age yeah. But I never really collected the comics. I just liked him as an idea. Oh yeah. And then I think they were they had the new they had the whole PR stunt where they were going to kill him. And no! Yeah, yeah. And I was <laughs> and I was like, I was I was just devastated, devastated. that they were going to do that. So then I started collecting all the comics um, that were around the death, and then of course. Oh yeah, yeah. There was a lot. Like, they, they, they killed them yeah. off a couple of times, yeah. but they kept on coming. It was back. like a it was like a two or three year arc. Yeah. And I have literally every single comic, every single like branch off that they had and any, everything like that to yeah, try they to really them. put kids through a lot with that they it's really an emotional did roller coaster. <laughs> a roller coaster of emotions it explains a lot about you you, you you're an anxious fella sometimes <laughs> well if they uh, can kill off superman yeah, yeah nothing's safe that's right, right. Exactly. that's anxiety for forever that's right but yeah actually it was a good it was a good storyline i thought and maybe it's just because of uh you know nostalgia where you like something because you you from a period of time but if you actually really evaluated it at new as an adult it would be completely stupid but at the time i thought it was very cool and uh uh and then i was so disappointed with the with the new like the batman versus superman and the justice league oh well, they, yeah the movie yeah, yeah they, they just completely I don't, I don't care there's but there's yeah. good stuff out there yeah. you know there's, yeah. there's plenty of stuff but do you do, i mean you're 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 an adult man now i i, I am i am i i, I, I still like this stuff and th- there's no excuse do you still do you still like it? Are you still into it at all? Uh, yes. 
Yes, yes. You watch the Superman movies or? or- uh, yeah, but you know, like I, I haven't found one that I thought, "Wow, this is yeah. this is yeah, fantastic." Course, yeah, you know, yeah. I did like uh, the, uh, one of the, which is I, I forget. There's so many, but the one of the recent Batman's I really enjoyed, and I watched it like a hundred times on mm. uh, uh, the Christopher Nolan ones. Which but- is the one? No, Christian Christian Bale was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah Christopher yeah, yeah. Nolan yeah. Uh, directed ones. Yeah, those yeah. are great. With the Joker, with uh, what's his face as Joker. Yeah. I think I like I like I think I like the first where he was uh, he he was in some sort of like uh he was banished to some sort of cave or or, or some oh, some sort of under yeah, this, is like my grand, this is like my grandfather pull, trying to explain to me. Like, I saw <laughs> this uh, in the I movies. don't appreciate the grandfather analogy, but that's exactly what I'm talking and Tristan's about. Tristan's such a nerd who finally has the power because he sees you and I struggling to yeah. remember the exact And he knows, he knows the director. Exactly. He's like, Christian Bale is like... Returns. Uh, about, yeah, I, I like, Batman I like begins, begins, Patrick. Begin, boom. Liam Neeson's out there. They're on the ice. But you know, I like, yeah. I like, I like some of the cartoons out there. Like, yeah. the, They've got great, great animated They have great ones in the 90s, which I think they're still And on the plane, I actually was watching this. This is terrible. I, I didn't even think I knew. On, on the plane, on the way from San, I was just I just came back from San Francisco. On the plane over, they had one of the selections was uh, uh, an animated, like full length, uh, a movie with uh, Batman and uh, uh, who's that that, that female uh, that 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 woman? No, uh, one of the new ones. Poison Ivy. No, next the one. New ones. Yeah, she's she's a newer character. Like she wasn't around when I was mm. as a kid. Uh, Not Poison Ivy, the, but she teams uh, up with Poison Ivy a lot. Uh, the, she wears she wears the clown hat. Oh, the treacherous cunt. Oh, no, <laughs> no uh, probably uh, Harvey, uh, Harvey, Harley, Harley, Harley Quinn. No, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Yes. Harley Quinn. Ah, gonna, you were wrong. Yeah, I was, I was wrong. going for Haley yeah. Quinn, is what yeah. I was yeah. about to say. No, anyway, so it was she, uh, she, she was she was like yeah. the, she was like the the the, the, the star evil. Is, uh, she's not new, but she's she's gotten like popularized because you know the Jared Leto one. Anyway, it was great. It was so much fun. It was like a, it was like for a, it was, I really enjoyed and it. You're you're the father of daughters. Right? I, I am. So, so like now they have, so now they have evil people strong, to emulate. Yeah, it's fantastic. Female strong female, uh, bad yeah. bad uh, bad girls. Yeah. How old are they? Uh, six and three. So do you, are are you exposing them to these things? To these particular things? Well, no, I, I, I'm going to hold on Harley Quinn. She's right, a little yeah, bit. Right. Too, I'm enjoying her too much to uh, yeah. share. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is just for daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they uh, have they have they have their own uh, things that they're into. Yeah. But yeah, they, they they see the stuff that they know they know I like it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know you know what's funny though. Okay, so. Uh, uh, you, you know, there's, there's, I don't know how many Star Trek uh, uh, things are. They know, they know I like Star Trek. Yeah, right? I'm, and so uh, I'm also God. Uh, I'm just you're hitting my nerve spots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So talking, I, can, I can leave the room. Yeah, so I was talking want. to uh, my uh, my uh, Cielito. She's the uh, the sixth year old, and I said Cielito. Yeah, Cielo. So Cielito is a diminutive right? sky, yeah. heavens, cosmos. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I said, Cielo, you know, um, uh, one of the captains for Star Trek was a woman. Like, mm. it was a big deal. Like, mm. you know, this is ground jet. And she goes, all captains are women, you know? <laughs> and, and, and that really was, uh, I was very impressed by yeah. that, that. That to her, not only is it not, uh, that to suggest otherwise right. was blasphemy. Yeah. You know, it's so It's not that, a factor for her gender. Not just that, it's the complete opposite. Like, for yeah. me, that was the exception. Wow, we're really. I think it's just because she's only know, seen Voyager. That's probably. No, she's it. never seen any of them. <laughs> it's just in her mind. No, no, I know yeah. what you're saying. That's great, though. In that's her great, mind, yeah. girls rule. Like, that is I a think, new mentality. I think in the new Despite Star Trek. Despite the whole Me Too she's movement. She's a six year old? She's a six year old. I haven't yeah. seen Star Trek Discovery, but I think in that one, the, the captain is also a woman, I believe. Mm. Oh, the new, oh, the new one? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, isn't the Star Trek sign a V? 
Is that is that like vaginal? <laughs> it's like peace, man. Uh, no, and it's not. Cat, it's but... not like well. It's not like that piece. It's it's oh, the yeah, Vulcan. The yeah. It's the Vulcan. Live long and prosper. Yeah, Vulcan. Vulva, you can, you can, you can do that very well. You're damn right. Oh, you want to hear one funny story? Spread on. So so um so that's the 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 Spock right. Uh, uh, live long and prosper sign, right? Which mm-hmm. uh, so anyway, I'm, I'm into. I'm, I was I was sitting at an airport once. Uh, I was playing out in, uh, in Minneapolis, and uh, so I'm waiting for my flight, and I noticed this guy, the guy sitting in like a uh, um, you know a running a, a beat up old you know tracksuit, a tracksuit, and yeah. he's got a, a baseball cap on pulled way low over his. Uh, you can you can only see like from from his nose down, just yeah. the jaw. But there was something about that jaw that I recognized. I right. didn't know where, but you know, I'm doing like this uh, facial recognition. You yeah. know, like it, it registered. Like you did you, your trekkie. And clearly, yeah. clearly, if you're, you're dressed like that, you're trying to not be recognized. To not be seen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, and then I overheard uh, the, the the captain talking to uh, the the woman. The who captain was, of the uh, plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of the flight that I was going to get on, talking to the, uh, uh, the the woman who was boarding uh, the, the, the 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 agent who was about to board the plane, and he goes, "Yeah, and, say, oh, yeah. and then I hear mm. him say, "Yeah, he's in town for the convention." And as soon as I heard that, I was like, "God damn it, that is Leonard, that is Buck." Nice, nice. And I'm thinking, I'm going through my head. I was like, you know, my greatest fantasy since I was a kid was to like. Be on the actual Enterprise. Yeah. Like this is my yeah. recurring fantasy. Like yeah. my dream fly, and I can't imagine getting closer than to actually get on a commercial flight with Spock. With Spock, you yeah. Know? And it was, and I, and 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 I wanted to go over to him, and I just want, I just wanted to hug him, just tell him, do you have any idea what you have meant in my life? Yeah. How much you have just uh, inhabited, you know, yeah, my right. imagination, and and made life so much better for me. You, your show, everything. And uh, but like he he doesn't want to be this right, obviously right. trying to go and he's just coming back from a convention and yeah he, and it took it took so much reserve to like not not go get a selfie to, well <laughs> well to do even just to say anything yeah and uh, and then they called our flight and uh, he got on first I guess he was in first first class and I guess he deserves that yeah and uh, frequent flyer miles <laughs> and it was so funny because now comes the moment where Spock gets on the plane and. It, it was so shocking to not see him beam aboard, mm. you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and get up and not only walk down the ramp, but to to tote a little carry on. Oh, it was a uh, sad shuffle. It was a little, yeah. this little shuffle with his with his baseball cap over. He's going down. It was like it was it was such it was it was weird. Yeah. Geriatric was interstellar travel. Almost geriatric. He wasn't yeah. quite geriatric. You know, I struggle. Yet. I struggle with that a, a lot in terms of like talking to celebrities, not because you in New York you see so I see a celebrity almost every day. Yeah. And well, you texted me like a big nerd the other night. I did. Yeah, I was, it, well, I was in the comedy sighting. cellar, and it was like Kevin Hart and Judd Apatow and Judah Friedlander, and like a bunch of guys were all just hanging out there, and they're all just like you know, they're, they're like a foot away from you, and they're at the table. They're, they're accessible. You're at the they're table. Accessible. Yeah, but yeah. and you're like, and you know, you know, it's always the debate of like how drunk am I to <laughs> talk to them? Mm-hmm. No, because like every time I've t- every time I've talked to somebody who's a celebrity, almost every time it's been like I shouldn't have done that. Like, like even if they're really nice, even if they're really like gracious and like, oh great, so so glad you. It's like you still feel like you're bothering them in some way. Yeah. But there's sometimes you just can't. Ha- you're just like I can't, I'm not gonna live with myself. I don't <laughs> say. But like I don't know. I saw Daniel Day Lewis like crossing the street the other day, and I was uh-huh. like going like right by him. 
And and you know he's an amazing actor, right? So no, you just want to be tired. Well, yeah, but but you want to be like, hey, yeah. you did it? You had a great body of work there, sir. Yeah. But I'm, you know, and he's crossing the street. Well, he's if you get told bothered. him, he would say, finally, somebody <laughs> told me, somebody recognized me <laughs> for my hard work. And then wouldn't he that could, be funny if he turned around oh, and said, thank you? Yes, he was just like, thank you so much. What are, what am I? What are my greatest uh, celebrity interactions? I can't use anymore. Because it, because everyone's being disgraced, and this was like the first first to fall. Mm. Uh, when I was in high school, I was running track, and um, I was at the Penn Relays, which is like a big track event. Um, and uh, I heard, "Is anybody here from George School?" Which was like the boarding school I went to. And I turn around, it's Bill Cosby, <laughs> and, he, and he gave me like a pep talk and all this other stuff. And that was such a cool story. Just then. the one-on-one. <laughs> you can't use it anymore. Yeah, I can't use it anymore. Like, everyone's like, ew. I mean, it got yeah. weird when he was like, just drink this sports drink. Before <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, he wanted me to win. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, still a good story. Yeah. I mean, th- but that was like because he actually sought me out in that case where I wasn't. But unfortunately, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's funny how uh, how things have ever since that, 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 uh, that scandal, you know, blew up and took over, how... Uh, the whole the, the the whole news cycle has has yeah. shifted and become. Yeah. Uh, what, what, let me ask you. I mean, I we've been talking to um, we you know we've had a couple of people in after all this stuff is kind of broke and talked about it. Like, what, what are your feelings on what's happening out there? I mean, I feel like overall the the uh, people that have done crappy things, it's good to take them down, right? But I also think there is a kind of mushing together of like people, like even with a murder, like there's degrees of murder, right? And uh, they're kind of mushing everyone together. Uh, uh, yes, everyone's getting taken out, and there's no, there's no distinctions uh, being made. But right. yeah, the things that have come out, because unbelievable that people think that they can get away with that, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, you know, and you suspect it, and you know that people are capable of it, you know. Right. And I, I do, and I, I do think it's sort of a, it definitely is sort of a witch hunt, right? But man. I mean, the, the stuff that's going on, it's great that you're shining a little light. Did, did you read Sal, Salma Hayek's... Uh, uh, um, I, I couldn't bring myself to read it because the way people were talking about it Oh, I missed this. What is horrible. this? She, she did a, an editorial today in the uh, an opinion piece in the New York Times that came out today about her experience with Harvey Weinstein. Just yeah. when you oh, thought you had heard it all, yeah. she, comes down, she comes out with her, uh, her detailed right. uh, revelations. And well, it was yeah, unbelievable. Like- uh, yeah, it's so I great mean, that a things, guy like that. The things that this guy yeah. asked her to do, the things she, she lists all the things that she had to literally, repeatedly say no to. No, I will not give you a blowjob. No, I will not let you uh, 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 perform oral sex on me. No, I will not let your naked friend uh, massage me. No, I will not do this. No, I will do that. No, I, and this is has not, nothing having to do with the actual films they were working yeah. on. You know? No, this then this fucker's been able to just get away with the guy. Like, the guy used to show up at her hotel years, yeah. at, at her hotel room on, on sets that he wasn't even producing. Oh, just show right. up. God, I, really, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Like, and and not a lot of men have to deal with a boss like that. You know? Yeah, I uh, have that too. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, but then but then you got somebody like Louis, who's one of the most com- amazing comedians of our time, in my opinion, and and he's being lumped into the same kind of category as that guy. And I had to be honest when I heard about the Louis stuff. I'm like, well, that's gross. But also, what a consummate performer. You know, I mean, God, he's, just, he's even wants to perform masturbation in front of people. Going <laughs> up know? to the stage. I would, ne- you know, the world's I couldn't, stage. I wouldn't want to do that. You know, I think I, about, think about, I mean, I, I, I masturbate in private and shame. I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't get over that. Can you imagine? I mean, even that, mm. the levels of having to like process that through your brain. Say, so, okay, you think of Louis as someone yeah. who, you know, obviously, you know, 
has a mental capacity right. to churn out those kinds of uh, creative projects. I, and I, like I amazingly have, introspective stuff. Yes, yeah. yes, but is so blind right. and mentally defective that he can go through a decision-making process of thinking, let me do this, yeah. let me call her in, yeah. let me ask her this, let me close the door, yeah. and, and, and then do it repeatedly over right. like yeah. 10 years, continue to get away with it. And you see, know he must have done it more than see, that if he did it that many times. Yeah. See uh, what yeah. happens yeah. to Cosby, still yeah. do it, right. and then come out at the end. And did you read? I mean, it, it's, it's unbelievable. Well, was and, Cosby broken? Had, had the story with Cosby broken by that at that time? Because this is ten years ago. Yeah, but he only admitted it, and then everyone was like, "Well, he, he's the only one who came out and admitted it." Yeah, but only after the New York Times was right. like printing like front mm. uh, page stories about it. Right. You know, when he couldn't, when he couldn't yeah. uh, uh, deny yeah, it. Yeah, in all seriousness, I don't know if um, I don't know what you think about. It. Did you listen to Mark Marin talking about it? No, uh, I thought he had a really, uh, in my mind, probably one of the best kind of explanations where he where he was just talking about you know you know having empathy for the women involved in it and understanding like he's like hey louis my friend he's still going to be my friend but what he did was fucked up and and this is how i'm trying to empathize with like what happened with all of that well yeah if you have a personal relationship like that with yeah. with someone and you're friends with them over how, however many years i don't know what their relationship is yeah but you know you have to what you're going to just completely turn your your back on someone i said as your friend right yeah. maybe you can help them out or maybe think, you're yeah. doing the same thing. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. There, there are a lot of people. I have no insight into it, any, anything outside of the headlines. Because yeah. I don't yeah. know anyone involved. But from the outside, it looks fucking horrible. The only yeah. thing I'm concerned about is it affecting the business of comedy and impacting like people's ability. It's affecting ability. everything. Right. Forget the business of comedy. just on a daily basis. I just care about comedy, Bill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I think a lot of things it's affecting in a positive way. But the only the one thing Look, I'm men concerned... had a bad reputation before. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and deservedly so. I mean, there's a lot of really shitty men. And look, I don't think all men but are now that you way, are but... you are proven horrible till yeah. proven less horrible. Right. I mean, there's no there's no leeway. I mean, there's um, simple you know, solution. And, and and I and then and then and then you hear and right, but and then you hear like. Uh, you know the, the 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 standard superficial must say uh, co- commentary. Well, how are we going to change the behavior of men? I mean, how you know exposing it is a is a is is one way to keep people in check because of the fear that you will get caught right. and the fear that you know you know you're no longer be able to get away with it. But the impulse that's good is, though. That's good. Though. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. But the impulse is you're not going to be able like you're not right. you're not going to change. Yeah. Right. You know, that's a primal, primitive caveman impulse. Yeah, yeah. And, and you have to find other ways of checking it. But well, you're I not, think you're especially not... if you're if you're if you're a guy that's like dating, right, and you're out there in the dating world, like oh, it's still expected. <laughs> yeah, but it's still expected for a man to make the first move. Uh, and also, like, I in that, a, that could be the first move to jail now. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's the thing; it's like until until, until everything. We're not culturally there where we, women expect that they're going to make the first move, except if they're on Bumble or something. Well, that's but, not true. That's not, that, 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 I, I don't think that's true. I don't think all. in general, though. I mean, I'm not saying all women. I mean, look, all of this you can't generalize. But I'm but saying that's what we're going to do. But I, I mm-hmm. no. And what I'm going to say is like I think that. I don't think culturally we're there yet. Where? Where 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 most women are going to make the first move and not expect the man to do that. I don't yeah, but, think but I don't it, think we're there. It there. doesn't I don't think it really matters. I think it's okay if we're still in a place because it's biological that men make the first move generally. Uh I think it's but, I but think we that's are, cultural. But culturally we are in a place where we now know that uh, if I make the first move, yeah. I also need to be, have my sensors up for uh, consent. And well, here's, well here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So I, I don't care who makes the first move. I don't think it makes a difference. Yeah. You know, but uh, 
but but you know, I was at the, the problem is that when when this bleeds into uh, uh, you know uh, air areas where it does put on these very unnatural constrictions to human behavior. Right. I, I was performing at a college and, uh, uh, in, 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 you know, when you, at, at these colleges, they have all sorts, for years now, they've had all, of, all sorts of this uh, awareness literature yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, about sexual uh, 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 behavior, uh, modifications uh-huh. in uh, courtship expectations and what's right and what's wrong. Do's and don'ts. Yeah. Updated do's and don'ts for men and women uh, uh, getting more involved than just just strangers. So <laughs> one of them says, in order for you to have sex, you know, it, it has to be uh, not just uh, consensual, but there has to be audible consent from yeah. both parties that you are willing and accepting in, uh, in, in, in engaging in the behavior that's about – to, to to take place. Yeah. That means before there's no longer any touching and seeing if right. you know that's if that's okay, yeah, right. you know, yeah. or flirting a little bit and getting close to someone to yeah. see if maybe that chemistry kicks in and yeah. next thing you know you're kissing and yeah. hey, it happened finally. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, you have to say, well, I am considering uh uh, taking this to the next level yeah. and possibly ending up naked before the end of the evening and having genital contact. Do you agree? Uh, can we record this <laughs> yeah. just so that you know we have uh, documented you know, consent before we proceed? Uh, wait, further? it has to be recorded. Well, otherwise, how are you going to prove it? Yeah, and that's, well, that's uh, that's insane. That's but, sweet. but that's where it's. But I will say this. I will say this. Uh, in my prime dating time, uh, I was maybe because I was uh, socially dysfunctional, but I would always be like, "May I kiss you now?" Or uh, like, I would always like. That's your version. I would of say it. that occasionally, and, and but women I, would be like, like, "You uh, ruined it by yeah, asking me." Yeah, that's your sweet, sweet <laughs> you nothing. Fucking ruined it. Yeah. I would say that after we made love. May I kiss you now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that a yes? May I have you make me a sandwich now? But under 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 under, under like uh, under the new rules. I mean, I'm guilty of everything. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. You I, know, I've I've been saying that too. Is like, there's so much gray area with a lot of this stuff. That looking back over my own history, I'm sure I'm it's sure the there's... it's the gray area. Oh, so this is when I this is this. You know, you're, you're talking about this all day long. So yeah. people, yeah. So when I was, uh, uh, I I, I, I mean, <laughs> when I was a kid, when yeah. I was a kid, I remember I used to love this girl in first grade. You know, and they used to. Um, uh, you know, like total first grade infatuation. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And uh, so the after school, the kids would line up. All the kids would line up to get on the bus. But I didn't. I didn't. I, I would. I did not take the bus home. I, I, I lived by, so I would just walk home. But I would wait because this girl that I was crazy about, uh, her name was Eileen. So Eileen would get on this bus. I knew her bus and. And I would hide in the bushes right before the. Uh, <laughs> you would stalk Eileen. <laughs> I would take some mad, chloroform mad and I would stalking. fill <laughs> yeah. a handkerchief with some chloroform. <laughs> yeah. yep. And I had a telephoto lens. No, no it was like. <laughs> and I did no pants. I thought, I thought of it. In her backpack. In, 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 <laughs> uh, so. So I would I would like hide in the bush. When Eileen's line moved right. to like right in front of that bush, I would leap out of the bush. 
right? I would dip her into like this romantic first grade uh, kiss. I would kiss her. You're so back. Latino. Le- I was. Yeah, I would leap. I would leap back into the bush, and then I would do that every day. Did you wow. have like a tiny little six year old pencil mustache? <laughs> yeah, no, be- <laughs> he had a rose in his hand, an origami rose. Oh, I'd be curl. I'd be curling it as, yeah. if, as if as if I had it. Yeah, that's adorable. Yeah, it's adorable. But today it's unacceptable. It, as a grown man, there'd you be know? police charges. Yeah, well, yeah, I stopped it way before. Uh, right. Well, I think I think you know. I think part of the problem is everybody's so black and white on anything. There's no great. There's no scale. There's no. There's no. There's no, you know, uh, shades of gray on anything. Everyone's just kind of like it's that's one where, thing. That's or where another. the danger is. You know? I mean, and, so, they, and they don't yeah. have, con- they don't think about context. They don't think about it's just like it's just this way or it's just. But that look way. at what's happened. Look yeah. at the, look at the, the. This is this is so weird. So yeah. I was thinking uh, uh, this about uh, uh, this this whole arc, right? Yeah. So Cosby is the guy who basically made uh, blacks, African Americans, safe enough in the eyes of the uh, United States. Yeah. Uh, a voter population sure. uh, uh, to, for, for Obama to get elected. I mean, really, in a, in, in a way, in, in, mm. in, in terms of his iconic impact, made paved the way yeah. for for people to be accepting of of Obama, right? Well, then, and beyond that, he also did a lot of things to help the black community. Invested a lot of money and time. And absolutely, effort absolutely. Into there's that. no, yeah. there's, there's there's no doubt about it. But but and then and then. So when when the stuff starts coming up about him not being uh, when, when the scandal breaks and he gets mm-hmm. taken down and his total reputation right. uh, gets undermined, you know, although he's still doing shows for like another year or two, and he was great. I went to see some of those shows. Oh, really? Uh, not, I heard not, they not, were very. Not, I read articles where people went there and they're like, it was really weird, and there's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see it after the scandal uh, yeah. uh, uh, broke, right beforehand. Huh? He was out. He was taping those, those Comedy Central specials, and he was. In his prime, I yeah. mean, it was he did. I saw him record two separate two-hour specials, both of them two hours, both of them entirely different sets. Wow! Yeah, back to back the same day. Mm. You know, so I mean, the guy, the guy was mm-hmm. amazing. But anyway, so then the scandal breaks, right? Yeah. And, uh, and 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 uh, and Obama's out of office, and and then you know, it, it, it it's terrible to say, but his his being taken down. Plays into the uh, you know the GOP right wing yeah. white supremacist argument yeah. that even the best of the blacks you can't trust them right right right, right? so then after that this whole um, uh, uh, explosion of uh, of sex scandals blows up mm-hmm. uh, to present day it took some time took some time you know what I think I think it was Trump time. getting in office though to really open yes, it up yes right so yeah. so Trump so Trump gets in after declaring after being uh, uh, on uh, record uh, on record yeah. as, as saying you know I, I grab them they love it uh, you can just grab them by the pussy they uh, yeah, and they them. like it they love it they let you if you're famous enough yeah. uh, they, he, they, he, they let he you he even said on that recording he said you know I just hide in the bushes outside the school bus <laughs> yeah it was, a, it was crazy. I I pro- there's no gray area. <laughs> you can be lumped in with, uh, <laughs> with 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 Trump. No, but then but then so like take it to to yesterday. The um it, it gets it gets to the place where you know sexual scandal is so intolerated now. After yeah. the Harvey uh, Weinstein uh, 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 watershed, yeah, that it literally yeah. is 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 the, uh, the dis- despite everything else that is what took down. Uh, 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 more in uh, in in Alabama. That's yeah. how uh, Doug Jones get in, uh, got in, and that so far has been the biggest rebuke uh, publicly of Trump. to Trump yeah. ever. Yeah, you know that was like bigger than Hillary winning. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. because he 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 
he went so out of the way to support him in spite of everything else, doing personal calls, yeah. you know, saying we cannot let the Democrat in there. Well, yeah. go, politically, go uh, we're just in it. <clears throat> That's like the one. Uh, for, so I know that we'll probably have d- listeners that are, have different political views. And um, I doubt it. Everybody thinks like that. <laughs> everybody the list might be like super liberal. I don't know. But uh you know my my viewpoints and and I'm and I want to have discuss I want to talk to people that think different than I like my my parents are very conservative they vote republican they voted for Trump they still believe in Trump they think he's great their and house I, is surrounded with tiki torches right um and I like to have discussions with them about it and talk to them about it, even though we we very much disagree so if somebody's listening and and they feel that way um that's fine you you could feel that way but from my opinion I feel like we're in this horrible area of of politics where we have Trump and we have this and look I think Democrats and Republican are Coke and Pepsi they're both kind of bad for you and uh, there, there, there's got to be better options out there but we're kind of stuck with that as the options right we all are um, getting diabetes we're all getting diabetes um, <laughs> but but I think particularly there's just some really bad uh, there's some bad business going on with that with it and and I think um, that was like the first ray of hope where people were like, hey, we're not going to vote in this guy that does this. Um, but then we you know, have today- I honestly don't even care about that. Mm-hmm. I just loved I, I couldn't. You, I couldn't lo- you love Trump it. getting. I couldn't uh, yeah. savor it anymore. There was no. And even though he tried, the next day he comes out. Oh, I never. I was. I, I never thought he could win anyway. I didn't support him. I, I mean, oh, Trump, I know he, that. That's his classic move of like. Oh, when I was when when you thought I was wrong, I was actually my plan all along. He's, and that's what he's, I, a, he's a professional he just, wrestler. Like, he just was, tries to rewrite history <laughs> yeah, on a yeah, daily yeah, basis. Yeah, yeah. But but I think he another, untweets himself if he if if, yeah. if, if he doesn't uh, like the way it turned but out. Outside of Trump right now, I think really scary thing to me that's like huge is the FCC repeal. Killing, uh, and that, net neutrality that, yeah. today. Uh, at the, would, it's clear that nobody wants to accept. Well, it's clear telecoms. that's going to be used right. against the voter in order to Everybody make sure. It's, it, it's it, gonna, it, but it's it, it's 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 going to be it's going to be used so that all of the all they're of being the, sued all, already. All though, of the so. media that will be yeah. uh, pro-Trump for the next election that's going to get the fast track. Anything that's against them will be slowed down or or or, or banned or or made. Uh, I mean, it'll uh, be impossible. So much, impossible. It'll be so much get. more impede, uh, insidious than that if if it is allowed to continue. Now, I think hopefully they're going to get their asses sued off. There's already a lawsuit. Um, and and hopefully they won't be able to like push it forward because it it just shouldn't be that way. But, Good luck with that. But that kind of stuff. I, I'm concerned with the issues of free speech, free information, having people be able to like know about everything that's going on in this world without it being uh, hindered or blocked um, or slowed down, and also us being able to uh, talk about whatever we want to talk about, um, like in person on stage, and 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 somebody can disagree with it. And yeah, think, but this gives them you know, le- levers to shut that down. Yeah, to slow it down so it's virtually shut. Right. Down. But even if it doesn't get shut down and everything stays the way we would want it yeah the republican party and the, the the that whole movement are they're so good with propaganda there's they're so good with getting people fired up about their causes and the, their messaging well yeah the that, democratic party is pathetic man they yeah uh, they they just they can't let themselves have a win and they, they gotta complete, bring they, get, they, get, they keep they get. shooting themselves in the foot you know yeah like the fact that roy moore really could have won that election after it was close that's not, that's story, not, yeah, it, it was insane. like within a, yeah. a percentage yeah point it, with all that information out <laughs> yeah, there, yeah. they're able to still rally behind their people. And meanwhile, Al Franken took some stupid pictures, and yeah, it was probably a scumbag on some level, and we've pushed him out. 
But I kind of get that. Like, I've been talking a lot about that with my yeah. wife. And I, I, I kind of get that. And I know, like, Al Franken being I lumped in I, with Roy Moore I'm going to say fair. this. I, yeah, I don't, think, I, but, I don't think Al Franken was even close to being a scumbag. I think he did a tasteless uh, thing. He did a tasteless joke, and he acknowledged yeah. he did that. Yeah, but I it think, wasn't just that. Like, the, the picture didn't bother me. Here's but him thing. grabbing that woman but backstage and forcing her into a kiss that yeah. she obviously he, didn't want. If he want, did that, that is, like, mega scumbag. He didn't territory. deny that. Yeah. He well, said he remembered things differently. Well, yeah, also, also, yeah, just like just like uh, Charlie Rose, <laughs> Charlie Rose yeah. is like, oh, I thought it was mutual when he's the only yeah. one walking around with, with without pants on. Yeah, and unfortunately, but here's the thing, he 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 apologized to her and she accepted it. So like what? So it's but, like, but, well, that's a, that's an adult thing to do. Yeah, okay, but the, fine, the, the Democratic leadership are now sending yeah. the message that we just won't deal with it. Like a, a zero tolerance. The only reason they're doing scratch. that. The only reason they're doing that is because that way. Uh, uh, that puts more pressure on on, on Trump to answer. I for think it's his, absolutely uh, strategic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. but it's also, but it's also. I think I'm okay with it though, because if we're regrouping and starting from scratch, where it's a zero tolerance type of thing, then right. I I think that'd be good for our government. I mean, it just might take 20 years for that to actually be true across the board. But I think it's probably good for politics. By the right? way, after this uh, discussion, if you think I'm a scumbag, uh, <laughs> go ahead and, and contact us. Let me know about it. Uh, write to, to the comics table, uh, fold it up into a paper and airplane, toss it out the window, and, set and it we'll, on fire. We'll, we'll get back to you. No, any complaints, just uh, email the guys over at Let's Talk About Sets. Yeah. About what? <laughs> yeah. Should we start a we, podcast rivalry? Yeah. I think, so we've got some friends. They have their own podcast where they analyze uh, sets of things. And, uh, Bits and yeah, jokes. Yeah, and it's 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 a much inferior podcast to ours, of course. Yeah, it's kind of terrible. <laughs> what do they do with the, Whose sets are they analyzing? You're, um, like, if you were on, you oh. would, they would. Oh, well, actually, you would bring a favorite bit. Of, oh, okay. Like, like you could bring in uh, a Seinfeld bit or whatever. Let's call him now. I want to get on that one. Yeah. Let, let's <laughs> that one. yeah. Uh, no, we well, actually by the end of this podcast, we're going to have you running for president. Uh, so I hope yeah. I hope you're up for that job. <clears throat> nah, I don't like Santiago, I, 2020. I, I, yeah. I, I always thought it would be funny if you ran if you ran for president just to find out like all the all the terrible th- things that oh. you've done that you don't remember. Oh, like, yeah. That would yeah, be yeah, the guys. best way. Everything. Everything's way. coming out. Yeah. Everything's like, hey, coming out. This is your you know, life. When you were yeah. six yeah. years old. Yeah. Oh, my out. God. Yeah. Yeah. Jumping yeah. out of the bushes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you do, You have had a varied career. Old bushes, though. Like, Bill. You used to be a reporter, a writer? Uh, yeah, I used to be a journalist. Uh, for the th- I did you? different papers, but I did, I did some staff writing as well. For how long? Cool. Years. Like, that was, my, that was my career. What, what sort of topics did you cover? Uh, you know, I, in, in Puerto Rico, I was like a... a, a um, a feature writer, so yeah. you know, some more more or less fluff pieces, personal profiles on things, you know, a lot yeah. of uh, a family stuff. But then I also did a lot of uh, uh, freelancing, and that covered Wait, all, so all, all you sorts were of. Born things. in Manhattan, but did you live in Puerto Rico? For yes, time? after college, I moved to Puerto Rico for like uh, was there for like five years. Oh well, when and did you, yeah. comedy start? Was that down there? No, I had already tasted it, but uh, uh, you know, then I got the so uh, I, I decided that you know I needed something during the day. That uh, could support my, my my comedy career, but I didn't want I, I wanted something that was sort of uh, in alignment with it, you yeah. know. And, and the idea of like working with words and writing during the day, and then that being a part of what I do, I, uh, appealed to me. Yeah, and it uh, shows in your stand up. I mean, your stand up is so specific. Like the word choice is so funny, and so you're a word guy. I'm a word guy. Yeah. Yes, I I appreciate. How that. How long have but, you been uh, doing? Have how long have you been doing stand up? Oh, two weeks. Oh, <laughs> a while, a while now. Yeah. It's are, you, are, you, are you are uh, you are you? Are you embarrassed by the amount of time? It, well, 50 by? years is a long time. Yeah, 50. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's on Mercury. Mercury. No, I'm just curious. I'm just are... curious, like what um, errors of comedy that you've experienced, because I think comedy changes so much as as a 
as an entity, as a as a profession and and as a scene. Well, back when uh, Lenny Bruce and I used to hang out, <laughs> <laughs> things were a lot different. You know, are you guys watching the magnificent Mrs. Maisel on Hulu? I Not think it's called that. Nope. It's a stand up show. Uh, it takes place in the fifties, and there are scenes with this fictional Lenny Bruce. But it's a great. It's you know how stand up on yeah. TV and movies often to me is just disappointing. Uh, I wish I could tell you the name i think it's the magnificent mrs mazel or that's something a, that's enough to google you know it's it, a great show it's, and there's it's, a fake lenny bruce who's great i think it's been out for 10 years or more i don't even know but i just saw uh 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 sleep sleepwalk with me oh I, yeah that, mike Birbiglia. Oh, i haven't seen it. i heard um, it's very good it's actually really good yeah. um and the funny thing is though is it almost reminds me of pete holmes crashing in like a movie form where he's got more dysfunction and it, it, like, because it's the same kind of thing of like a guy who is absolutely horrific at comedy and ha- and has no like com- potentially comedic ability, um, s- just starts talking about what's going on in his life and suddenly realizes he's really funny and also is getting like, like getting booked by an agent like real early on where yeah, they're like yeah, yeah. you're terrible but we're gonna he's book like you college yeah, yeah right yeah exactly like yeah. like oh you've been like you're terrible and you're awful but we'll book you yeah and then because he started gets on the bookings and he gets better he's talking about himself and he just he goes from being like in, like silent room to like just killing him with all yeah. of his personal bits it's very similar to what you see with like pete holmes crashing yeah. where he, he's uh awkward and weird and then all of a sudden he's just yeah. you know he's got his groove going on you know well i'm curious about that with you bill were you day jobbing as a writer and then moonlighting doing mics and shows like how- uh yeah I've, I've, for, for a long time i was doing everything even like uh um after puerto rico uh i, I moved I, I really wanted to go to san francisco to officially at least in my mind launch stand-up like this yeah. time you know I, I i i try to stay away from it and uh uh I, I couldn't like it was still it was eating at me and I knew it very being like away, you would do stand up here and there. Well, what I'm saying is in Puerto, no, in Puerto Rico, I, I had no access to it. Uh, yeah, yes. you know, and because uh, there's no, no scene access, there really. I guess there really was now there's there's a scene, but it's 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 very much its own island scene. You know, yeah. there's, there's no connection to the, uh, the the stateside scene. And back then when I was there, there was nothing like literally there was nothing. By yeah. the way, side note, <clears> all the devastation that's happened over there recently. And it's funny how you get so much news coverage and and it just drops off. Yeah. Do you know, it's like... It's still dark. Right. Like, yeah. do, I mean, are you are you in touch with people over there? Do you yes. know what's happening on the regular? Like, what what's... Uh, yeah. For, for, well, my... Uh, I do speak with people there on a regular yeah. basis, you know? And it's been it's been horrible. Mm, you know, yeah. it's been very, very, very difficult. Not everyone has been devastated at the same level. Right. But, you know, communication was out for so long. Like, it took me two months to even just get in touch with some family members yeah. uh, oh, directly man. by phone, you know. Ooh. And then uh, even just at Thanksgiving, you'd be talking to people. Like, oh, the lights are on. Everyone's so happy. We can, you know, the elevators. <laughs> and, uh, and, and then the next day, lights off again. You oh, know, so God. it's very sketchy. Right. It was a difficult situation before. It's been... It, the, the, the exodus is, is it's like being thrown back a hundred years overnight and it was yeah and it was bad before it was bad yeah. before right you know yeah and then there is the uh the, you know the insulting uh 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 humiliating oh yeah uh, uh show, show showboating from Trump going over there and showing throwing throwing around that uh, video that was toilet just paper, disgusting paper, paper sorry, napkins yeah. or that something that video you know? enraged me i don't know if this probably makes me a horrible sexist but that video enraged me more than what he said on that bus with uh oh yeah Billy well, oh it's much more enraging yeah yeah that, that's just like was seeing his actions this is what about four, yeah. he basically say you know he's uh, uh giving it to f- uh, four four million people american citizens and he's treating them like like dogs here's your uh, yeah. here's your 
your paper towels. I don't take I know you had a bad. I know you had a bad hurricane. Here's some yeah. towels. Clean oh. it, it would have been much different I've if he just my... unzipped and pissed all over the crowd. Essentially, it was on the same level. Yeah, and they don't forget that. You know. Yeah, he's in it. Uh, so, but anyway, so after after Puerto Rico, I moved I moved back to San Francisco. I said, I, I you know, the, the way it happened is that uh, so I, I went on some sort of like press junket mm-hmm. uh, through the states, and uh, uh, um, uh, I, I stopped at a couple different uh, uh, cities on the way back because I was already planning my move, and I went to different comedy clubs in each city just to get a feel. You know, and I did uh, I did L.A., San Francisco. Uh, but now Chicago. this is when you were starting, or you've been doing it for a while. This was. So I'm uh, trying to understand uh, uh, the timeline okay. here. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah, because <laughs> every time we hear somebody's story, we're like, "How do we get to their level of success? Right, right. Can we follow the recipe?" I'm, all, they follow, follow. Follow I'm, also, recipe. I'm interested yeah. in the journey. You know, it's like because yeah. everybody has a different journey how they get there. And so I had, they, so I I had done I had I had uh, uh, started in New York before I went to um, Puerto Rico. Okay, yeah, but you, you were know? in Puerto Rico for five years. So. Yeah. I mean, isn't it just like when you came back, like starting all over Absolutely, again? A hundred percent. Okay. Except that you know, you you already knew you. T- it's not like you're. It's not like you're going. Oh, I'm going to see if I like this. You've been away. Yeah. And you already. You uh, miss it. You knew you liked it. It was. It was. How long did it, you do it, it New was, York? It was in me. Uh, maybe a few years. Few but years, by that you know? point, you knew how to write a joke. But it was. Yeah. And by that point, writer, yes. I, well. So hopefully, you're writing stuff. It was enough. It was enough of a confirmation the time that I put in in New York for me to know it is what yeah. I want to do. Were yeah. you at the New Yorkian? Were they doing open mics for comedy? I, back I, then? I hadn't, I hadn't done that. But yeah, when you no. say you were doing a press junket, were you doing it through some kind of official capacity? Yeah, like okay. they, yeah, right. So they, uh, they, there was some story. They flew me out actually yeah. to like do, write a story about some uh, some cars, and they flew me out to like some uh, racetrack out right. in Indianapolis to test drive these cars. But then you take the opportunity when you on were the there. way back, I rerouted it through different cities because gotcha. I was already planning what my next gotcha. thing yeah. was. I couldn't take it. So you're like, I'm going to do comedy when I'm in these different places. Yes, gotcha. Yes. And uh, and San Francisco, which I had already had in my mind, yeah. but my experience there, the clubs there, the people I talked to. So I've the heard vibe, there's a scene, but it's a weird scene. Is it's that, the best scene. It's the best. At least scene? it was. Well, when it's I was your there. audience. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. really, your your material. It's so intellectual. <clears throat> they they must love you out there. It's a great. It, it, I I found the audience perfect. Is perfect there a lot of match. stage time there? Uh, yes, I'm sure there still is. Yes, yeah. I mean it was it was just a fantastic city for me. All the comedians that came out of San Francisco really uh, just uh, appealed to me. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean everybody. You yeah. know, uh, Jake Jake Johansson, yeah. uh, uh, Robin Williams. I mean it goes goes, goes way way. Did back. you rub elbows with those guys? You know, at the Throckmorton in Mill Valley, Robin Williams was uh, 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 was there all the time, yeah. just hanging out and performing. So uh, I, I didn't speak to him much, and also at, at Cobb's and. Uh, in San Francisco, so he was a fixture. The guy was always around. He's always sitting right there next to you. So you yeah. felt like you that, knew him. That's, even the, if you that's didn't... the weird thing about comedy. Yeah. Like you can be like within like spitting distance of your idol. You can yeah, even be on one... the same show at the, same as them. Show, yeah. But, yeah. They, it's but a, it's the a difference between thing you and them it. is like an ocean. You know, it's almost like different universes. Right. But they 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 they're, they're they're bumping up enough that you can actually yeah. see the other side. And right. now picture like being an audience member for that. It's like going to pay for a movie where there's like. You know, Batman Returns is playing, yeah. but you show up and it's cartoon Batman is opening the show or something. <laughs> yeah, well, horrible. So, it's a terrible analogy, but I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. My, my best analogy for, for comedy, in my experience, is is seeing the, the, the giants of comedy. It's almost like a mountain. Like, you live next to a mountain. And you're like, I can get there. It's right there. I can see it. It's right there. But 
it's deceptive because yeah. it's just such because a it's a it's a, a week long walk to get there. You yeah. know, like and they've it's been building deceptive. their mountain yes. pebble by pebble for that's a decade. right. That's right. And and it's just deceptive on, on how far away it is. You yes, know? it's still it's still worthwhile, but it is deceptive. You're like, it seems I'm right like next it, to it though. It's, yeah. It's right, it's always right there, <laughs> right. yes. Uh, yeah. So yeah, San Francisco was, so, was great. So how long did you do San Francisco? Uh, just also, a number, number of years. I was there yeah. at least five, six, seven years. Do you feel like that's where yeah. you really found your yes, voice? Yes, that's my and, core. Yes, yeah. that's, the, that's my comedy I mean, home. We're going to add up all the different areas until we get to the 50 years you've been doing yeah. it. Keep going. There's, there's, there's like 50, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, San Francisco was it was just it was just wonderful, you know, and there's something, and I, and I go back, I was just there. There's something wonderful about the uh, the mentality, the vibe, the audiences. And it's, it, it is a crazy mix because people out there, they're open, first of all, to mm-hmm. any kind of art. You know, it, it, they're not challenging you. Like, yeah, show us what you got. It's much more of oh, let's see what you brought. You know, it's, yeah. uh, a, 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 and so in that sense, just in general, it's more. It's it, 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 it's it's a cliched word, but it's so much more supportive. Yeah, you know, and people, well, I've heard people, they listen that they're actually listening because they want to be surprised with jokes. The, and they the difference know. the difference for me is New York will force you to be a certain kind of comedian. Mm. Just. By virtue of the audiences right. and the types of places you are normally you normally find yourself performing in, you know it's 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 a little it's a little cruel it's a little harsh you know it's very uh, it's raw the yeah. situations are, are, are very challenging. Well, I found you know? I found New York to be a, a so far in my experience like New York is like a different comedic world than the the rest of the country. Yes, yeah. no doubt about it. And and the, the sensibility for comedy is different. Like if you come from the Midwest doing your killer set that's from out there here, it may not. It may just may completely fall flat because right. I've seen people come and be like, I don't understand. Like this just destroys all the time, and yeah. everybody's like, Boo. well, the great thing is if you can figure out a way to make it. But work, vice versa too. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. If, yeah. If yeah. you can make it work in both worlds, then you're fucking. Yes. Yeah. Right. And so there's that. That's the benefit. That's the benefit of it. Yeah. You know. I and can't believe uh, you think New York rooms are tough. Uh, I, did you did you find the pizza shop where there's a waitress and a DJ and a rapper? No, 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 that throws uh, me. I loved it. No, no, I loved it. And that was like, that's actually a great show and a great audience. And I was quite surprised. You know, you never know when you're going to step uh, into that uh, a, a base and what what what. Shout what to out expect. to Phil Valentine who puts on a great show in Bushwick. That yeah, Phil, I, you were kind enough to come out and do do a workout set on. No, I uh, I loved it. You but know, yeah, they there, loved there's it. a lot of there's a lot of places. But you know, San Francisco allows you to work in a certain format, a yeah. certain vibe, but you. Don't, people are going to get it, yeah. right? You know, and they're going to go with you. Talk to us just, a little just bit, just as, a, as a, a, a general assumption. That's 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 very helpful. Well, that's what I'm curious about with your one man show that you're touring with now. Like, is the stand up elements in that? I'm assuming there's jokes and punchlines. It's, it's for me. It's no, there's the only difference is that I get to say what I want to say for an hour and a half. Uh-huh. The people who are open to it, and no one's uh, no one's. You know, cutting me off in fifteen minutes. Right. So it's a long, it's a long form of what I normally actually do, and I really get to go deep into it because it's not generic. It's not like you've seen, uh, you know, ten comics or five comics, and now we're going to bring on this guy. Let's see what he has. No, people yeah. are coming to see this, yeah. and you give them that. Yeah. And uh, you know, I've been doing it a lot of uh, building it up, a lot at uh, different uh, fringe festivals. Uh-huh. You know. And it's a it's a wonderful way to put it out there because people are are coming to see that specific listing yeah. because they're interested in the uh, in, in the way it's been built and the way it's been promoted. You know the blurb. and remind me of the yeah. title one more time. Uh, the Immaculate Big Bang. And is it is it personal or very is it... personal? Yeah, yeah. There's okay. a storyline and okay. uh, uh, 
and and it touches on 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 a lot of different uh, t- uh, uh, topics, both religious and 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 scientific. And you know, it's a joy. It's a joy to do. I mean, I. I, I try to take whatever I can that I think will overlap into a regular comic uh, stand up comedy uh, uh, set yeah. and, 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 and throw it in there. Well, you know? let me but ask you that. Like, so if I'm working on a bigger piece, like, do, is it strategic to find chunks that you can go work out at a mic or on a bar show or whatever? Like, are you able to kind of chip away at sections of it? Yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah. And, that, and specifically, like, if there's a little thing that I need. Uh, to work on in the show that maybe isn't as punchy as I need it because you know yeah. I still have that uh, that that ethic that stand up ethic that if the joke isn't there it needs to be there like I right. need to find a way eventually to have laughs here yeah you know and so how do I how do I do that you know every time when you do the show it's great but you have to do the show for an hour and a half yeah to uh, run that little lab test on that bit where if I take it out and I just put it into like a, an open mic or a set someplace on a regular stand-up show, I can, I, I can test if it works. Your work ethic is really out, out of context. It's really you know? impressive in that way in that like I literally will see you at mics, bar shows. I'll see you at comedy clubs. It's like if, if there's a space to perform, like you're there. That's 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 the mentality. And yeah. do you do the journalistic thing of recording your set and then listening back and that kind I'm of stuff? A, I'm a fiend. Mm. A lot of people don't like that part. So what's what's your process real quick? Yeah. Like what like like if you can I I know it's probably lengthy but like if you were to sum up like some of the you know just for people that are listening that might want to like organize themselves better or like get on top of it like what's your process? Well, for- right now right now it's different because of the technology, right? But right. but in in general yeah. I almost uh uh because I think recording is so critical yeah and, but you know again I'm, I'm obsessive about it yeah. like maybe it's not but to me it is yeah and because i feel that way uh uh i almost would rather not perform if it's not being recorded you know i put my yeah. I, I put my phone on record and i re- at, at the ever at the very minimum i'm recording on my voice memos on my on my iphone yeah. but then you, you know? listen back to it at, like uh that's the problem, right, you know, yeah. because uh, uh, you should listen right away, yeah. but, but you can't always listen right away. Part of it is scheduling. Part of it is emotional yeah. You know, yeah. because yeah. it's either worse than you thought. Right. You know, so you're kind of like, uh, you know, you know, it wasn't that good. Maybe, maybe the there truth. was something in there. Yeah. You don't want to face it because yes. the, the truth is there. You want to live in the lies for like a, a or another it day. was yeah. so great. You don't want to ruin it. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was good. Right. You know, yeah. it was fantastic and you got it. Right. But you don't want to ruin it by having the recording not be as great as the experience. Right. Yeah. Yep. You know, so it can live. Which inevitably on, happens. It can live. Yeah. Well, no, sometimes, it, you know, <laughs> sometimes it's the opposite. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, it was pretty good. But then you listen to it and you're like, wow, that is way better than I thought. Yeah. yeah. Are you hard on yourself? Well, yeah, I think it goes in both directions. It's like. It goes in uh, both directions. I'll, I'll think it's like, oh, it wasn't that great. And then, oh, no, actually, there was like a. It was it was a lot better response than I was thinking in my head. Yeah. And then I'll think like I crushed it, and then let's do, ah well no I didn't crush it. Right, yeah. but there's always, there's always it's uh, uh, for me it's about was it productive you know and, right. and listening to it yeah is it, is there something productive in listening to it? So what I do is I record it right. I'll say I did this set at the pizza place last yeah. night or at uh, at the club last night or whatever, and then I'll say uh, in the recording I'll list it as uh, the bit that I worked on that is worth listening to. Like I did mm-hmm. something different about the. Uh, the quantum mechanics bit, or the Spanglish bit, or the thing about uh, my daughter, or my dad, or or, or whatever yeah. it is, and I'll say, uh, I'll just note that in the in in the title of it, right? So then it goes into uh, the file. I will immediately upload that to Dropbox, yeah, right. 
and then uh, I download that, and then I put it in a playlist so that I, I have access to it on my phone, that particular bit, instantly. Yeah. And uh, and I go through it. It's, it's amazing. Like, those little, 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 tiny, hard-to-get nuggets, how they yeah. add up and make the difference. Because sometimes... The reason I recorded is for the, not not for what was written that worked, but for what you couldn't have written. Right, it right. just happened to fall yeah. into place. Yeah. Sometimes it's the words. Sometimes it's the phrasing. Sometimes it's uh, 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 just uh, the order in the in, in the set that worked. The transition from the last joke. Yeah. Sometimes a tag just they're, pops they're, in your head. And you're yes. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And very yeah. often it's the response to someone. So someone will say something that you hadn't thought of before right. and, and and you're responding to them and that's the joke that's yeah. better than anything you could have like yeah. artificially yeah. forced yeah. sitting yeah. sitting down and and, and and written you know it so like falls into your lap. it's part of the pro- the writing process very much so yeah, yeah. Well, Bill, we're about out of time here. I mean, I feel like we could go on for a, yeah. a lot longer, but uh, hey, it was a pleasure. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll I, turn the mics off. We'll we'll just tie you up and keep asking you advice. That's uh, right. We'll jump out of the bushes. Any, any, any. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, I don't. That's the one thing I don't recommend. Do you have anything going on in the next? Uh, I would say you know month or so that you want to. You know, I, um, I'm going to be doing the Immaculate Big Bang regularly at QED oh, great. Uh, on a monthly basis. So that's, that, a fun that's room. Yeah, that's fun. And then uh, New Year's Eve, I'm uh, uh, doing a show in Brooklyn. That'll be on my website. So. Oh, great. Yeah. Great. Well, thanks so much, Bill. Thank hey, you very it's much. My great pleasure. to have you. Yeah. Guys, you've been listening to the Comics Table. I'm yeah. Sweet T. And I'm Sweet Pete. Thanks for checking us out. Later.